How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello from Headingley and it's Simon Hughes and Simon Mann here with the Analyst Inside Cricket looking back at the second day's play in the second test at Leeds. England of course now dominant with a lead of over 100 with a couple of wickets still left, in fact three wickets left and Sam Curran actually lifting spirits with some fantastic shots at the end of the game. The uh, image of Ben Stokes was in my mind actually as he pulled one for four and then drove one down the ground for four. Now this is the participation test it's known as. I think because they've tried to focus on the inclusion of the South Asians more, better engagement in the South Asian community in English cricket in general. We've had a few people on TV and radio talking about that. And later in this show, we're going to look at that angle in a slightly different way because we have Daniel Bell Drummond, who of course is of Afro-Caribbean extraction, talking about an event he's got next week to try and get more Afro-Caribbeans involved in English cricket as well. So we'll talk about that afterwards. But first, we should look at England overcoming the Pakistan bowling threat today by actually very effective batting, I thought, by all the players. Everybody got into double figures. Nobody got to 50, which indicates the pitch is pretty helpful still. But I thought there was a real change of mindset from the English batsmen today. Well... You don't often see a scorecard where everyone's in double figures but no one gets 50, as you say, indicating that there's enough there for the bowlers. And that makes me think that it's going to be really tough for Pakistan in the third innings of the match because England's lead is going to be punishing enough to put pressure on them. They're going to have to score 350 in their second innings to make it difficult for England, you feel. And do they have that in the tank? I'm not sure in these conditions. You, you just would back Anderson, Broad, Wokes and perhaps Curran to cause too many problems just to get too many balls to move off the seam or swing for Pakistan to get out of this game. Yeah, I agree. And you think when you look at that pitch, it's sort of like 
white burgundy sort of colour, isn't it? Sauvignon Blanc colour. It's not green, particularly from a distance. Not as green as the Lord's pitch, but the ball is still darting and nipping, jagging around. Mohamed Abbas, towards the end of the day with the second new ball, was, was really making bats look like toothpicks a lot of the time. People just couldn't locate the ball at all. It was quite an interesting little examination of Sam Curran's technique actually but he, in fact he held sway he held firm and then as I say unveiled a couple of very exciting shots at the end of the day Joss Butler was almost becalmed actually by the nipping around of the ball but you know I just like the way that England approached it today in, in the same way as the bowlers deliberately pitched the ball up in the first innings in Pakistan's first innings and there was obviously a change in approach from them I thought today the batsmen really applied themselves in an interesting way, particularly against Mohamed Abbas, who was the big threat in the first game. They got out of their crease. They batted out of their crease. In fact, in one case, Keaton Jennings on the first day was actually told off by the umpires for stepping into the danger zone because he was so far down the pitch. And batsmen are not allowed to step into the danger zone just as much as bowlers are not allowed to follow through down into it. But all the batsmen, even Alistair Cook stepping out of his crease yesterday, and today we had Joe Root batting out of his crease and waltzing up the pitch to drive. We had David Milan, who is a, a real crease-bound sort of routine-type batsman. Even he was batting out of his crease and waltzed up the pitch and straight drove one for four. That was a shot of the day for me. It was the most extraordinary shot of the day, actually, simply because you just didn't expect it. Coming down the pitch to, to Mohamed Abbas, it was almost like driving a, a spinner down the ground in a one-day international. And then later, uh, Joss Butler sort of unleashed a few of his characteristic, beautiful, flowing shots. He must have the best timing or the best bat in the game because he just seems to effortlessly cream the ball to the boundary. So, you know, all the English batsmen showed signs of their skill and their application. I suppose only Johnny Bairstow really failed. He got into the 20s but, but couldn't go on. And there was a lot of good balls bowled, really. I don't know what Milan or... Dominic Bess, who of course played some nice shots as well and has showed that the, uh, the 50 he made at Laws wasn't just a flash in the pan. He's obviously got some ability with the bat, but he got a ball that bounced. Milan got one which took the glove. Bairstow got one which just seemed away, pretty unplayable. Wokes as well after a, a few nice shots. So, you know, there is, as you say, loads in the pitch still. I think if England get any more, 120 lead, they're probably already safe. Yeah, I mean, the prospect of 150 lead depends how Butler plays in the morning. Curran, it's funny, isn't it? You, you see a, a player like Sam Curran, you just wonder what he's capable of in his career. He's only 19, he's 20 on the third day of this match, and Alex Stewart was saying you know, he's the best 17-year-old he's ever seen. What, what is he capable of? You, it, it, it's fascinating, it's tantalising. You, you want to look forward three or four years or six years just to wonder what sort of cricketer he can become, whether actually he's got enough as a bowler to become a you know a, a test match bowler or whether actually his batting is going to overtake his bowling and he's going to become a you know a, a proper batsman who bowls a bit just in those two strokes tonight right at the end of the day's play I and mean, perhaps you know quite a lot of the crowd have gone home but that pull shot for four to have the confidence at 19 to play that pull shot for four the last over of the day and then follow it up with a lovely drive down the ground I and mean, they were exquisite strokes we talked about Milan because you know it was, that was the most sort of astounding shot of the day the most unexpected shot of the day but perhaps the most significant for the future. I wonder whether we'll look back at, at Headingley in 2018 and say, oh, yes, remember those two shots of the day that Sam Curran played right at the end? Or whether, actually, sometimes young players, they, they, you know, they burst onto the scene, everyone thinks they've got all this talent at, at 18, 19, and then they don't go on to produce a, a top 
career in any sport sometimes you see at football you know wonder kids don't you know oh, there's a wonder kid at whatever club Real Madrid had a wonder kid and Martin Udegaard who's signed at 16 from Scandinavia and you know his career's gone nowhere it's, it's tantalising isn't it I think if he's got any sense he'll be a batsman because <laughs> bowling is just it's not worth it I mean if, if he bowls for the next 10 years he'd be about 5 foot yeah. 4 so uh, it's such a difficult thing if you've got the potential to be a batsman and god I wish I had had uh, you know be a batsman because yeah. it's a batsman's game all right so batsmen have the vicissitudes of life are, are, are tough sometimes they get a good ball they get a run of low scores but somehow but I'm sure batting is actually more fun I mean there, yeah there, there's a little bit of stimulation in bowling the perfect outswinger and making the stump cartwheel out of the ground but it happens so seldom that I think I'd recommend anyone be a batsman. The best combination, I think, in, in cricket is to be a, a, an all-rounder, but a spinning all-rounder. Yeah. So you're, you're batting perhaps your strong suit. So someone potentially like Dominic Best. You know, he, Shadab Khan. And, or Shadab Khan, who looks a really exciting young cricketer. And Best today, we haven't mentioned him very much no. so far. He actually has made the top score for England. 49, really disappointed to get that, you know, a good delivery that bounced from Shadab. Again, just creating a, you know, a really good impression Again, the test will come because his main job is to is to bowl teams out in, in the in the fourth innings, hold an end in the first innings. He bowls and and bowl them out in what third or fourth innings. Not easy as a, a young spinner. Uh, we got a big break now between this test match and the next test match. Two months. You know, you wonder whether he's even going to be in the team for the first test against India, and that really will be a test for him when he comes up against those top class Indian players who are you know, excellent players of spin. And talking of spin, I suppose the the Asian engagement is one way of English cricket getting better spinners, more players who can really rip the ball, like Shadab Khan, like Adil Rashid, like even Mo and Ali. You know, we want to get more of those cricketers. Or Amir Verdi at Surrey as well. Amir Verdi at Surrey, exactly. You know, we want to get more of those cricketers. But what we also want, if we want to be a force in the game, is more quick bowlers. And where did the quick bowlers come from in the 1980s? Mostly from the Caribbean community. And even now, you look at the two, two of the most exciting quick bowlers in county cricket. Chris Jordan, who I suppose you know, had a bit of a flirt with England Test cricket, probably won't be considered again for a while. But Joffrey Archer, yeah. if he becomes English in two or three years' time, he's the quickest bowler in the IPL... And he's a very exciting prospect. Now, what English cricket needs is more of those types of cricketers as well, like they the, who played in the 1980s. And that's where Daniel Bell Drummond comes in, the Kent opener from Afro-Caribbean extraction, Caribbean extraction, I suppose, and brought up in London. And he's got an event on the 7th of June, which is a festival of cricket aimed at the Afro-Caribbean community in Deptford, at Deptford Park. It's mainly for seven to ten-year-olds, but I'm sure ages round that are also welcome. And he explained to me exactly what the idea behind this festival is. Obviously, I'm I'm from that community. I'm from South London, um, the Caribbean background. So yeah, I did a I did some interviews and a piece with Sky and a documentary they made last year as the West Indies were over, and um, they touched on the fact that there was a lot more Afro-Caribbean cricketers during the 80s and 90s, and it's very scarce now to see um, many players like myself or Michael Carberry, etc., etc. So, um, yeah, it was just quite close to my heart. I thought that I wanted to sort of give something back to, to my community where I was from, and I'm also 
I also know full well that my schooling, which wasn't um, which wasn't local, I went to two very good schools in Dulwich Prep and Millfield. Um, that I knew I was privileged to go to those schools, and I know a lot of people in these areas aren't. So um, I'm just trying to help really in any way I can um, get more people playing cricket like myself, and then um, see what I can do for the community. It's basically a festival at Deptford Park, so that's a local park in on the north side of Lewisham. Um, and yeah, we're inviting, we deal with 14 schools at the moment, and um, we're inviting the sort of best cricketers or the ones who like it to come down and, and play a tournament there throughout the day. And um, yeah, we've invited lots of different people. I mean, everyone's welcome, but um, I just think it would be a good day to to try and showcase what we're doing. Um, we've got a lot of different people coming. We've got, um, obviously, Paul Downson from Kent. A lot of the other Kent coaches are coming. Um, a lot of ECB people have come, are coming to, to the event. So, um, no, it's going to be a good day. Obviously, there's a competition for the kids, and then there'll just be a little, a little presentation about what we're working on and the problems um, these guys, these boys and girls will potentially face growing up and, and why there hasn't been that influx of um, of people from that background coming into the coming into cricket full stop, let alone professional cricket. What's your answer to that? Why why is it that not more of that community have been playing cricket? It's a good question. I mean, there's many different reasons. It's a social thing, and I think sometimes money can come into that. Um, cricket is a very inclusive sport, but. Um, I think in some of these areas, especially throughout the sort of Afro-Caribbean community, I think it's a lot easier to play to play football and these types of sports growing up in the park. And um, I think cricket can get left behind. But there's many different reasons. I think role models is another one. Um, and also there's good clubs that they can have access to because the side of Lewisham that we're working on, there's no cricket clubs nearby. Um, all the cricket clubs are on the other side going into Kent, into Bromley area. So um, a lot of the kids haven't even played cricket before. So we just wanted to start at quite a young age and, and get them accustomed and familiar with the game and, and see if we can give them some enjoyment from it. So that's a great initiative from Daniel Bell Drummond, all off his own back, which is a fantastic thing to, to hear. He's also playing extremely well for Kent, by the way. I mean, he probably would have been a sort of outside chance of getting a call up for England as an opening batsman, but probably playing in the second division all the time and actually having a tricky start of the season this year has just uh, hampered his chances. But that's a fantastic effort from Daniel, and I hope that there are lots of uh, people come along, of all communities actually, just the more the merrier around that part of London. So that's a great thing to do. Meanwhile, England can sleep well overnight with the idea of building on, what, a lead of 120, hope to get 150, and we'll see how they get on tomorrow and report back at this time. Yeah, not absolutely inconceivable that England could win this game in three days if the weather behaves itself on the third day. Goodbye for now from Heading. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.